Hey friends, can't wait till Wednesdays to get your Modern Mamas fix? Join us on Patreon. You can choose your tier, and when you subscribe, you'll get bonus content, early access to retreat, first peeks at new swag, plus shout outs and even real-time monthly virtual hangs with us. Visit patreon.com forward slash Modern Mamas podcast to check it out and support the podcast. It truly means the world to us. We are so grateful for you and for this community. I love Mama. Hi, friends. Welcome to the Modern Mamas podcast. We are two modern mamas here to inspire empowerment, self-love, deep physical and spiritual nourishment, holistic health, open minds, and joy, no matter your journey or perspective. I'm Laura of Radical Roots. I'm a certified CrossFit trainer, certified nutrition consultant, and mama to Evie Wilder and Indy Bow. I love outdoor adventure, good food, especially sourdough, and mindful movement. And I'm Jess of Hold the Space Wellness. I'm a level one CrossFit trainer, athletic trainer with a master's in kinesiology, Enneagram coach, and mama to Bear and Camille. I'm passionate about helping people become the best versions of themselves. Please note that while we're here to provide advice and insights, we aren't medical practitioners and always recommend that you check with a trusted provider before implementing any changes. Thanks for joining us. We're so happy you're here. Good morning. It's Hello. Laura. <laughs> I'm going to cough all over everyone, virtually. (laughs) Good Good morning. It's Laura Jazz live mornings with Laura. Oh, my God. I totally screwed this one up. And I even got, we got a message. was like, I love Laura or Jesse's (laughs) intros. I'm like, there's too much pressure now. (laughs) Oh, so good. Well, we're here. We're here. That's the thing. It was happy holidays. (laughs) We're going to be chatting a lot about the holidays today. As you're listening to this, we are just like, two no less than a week less than two weeks out from christmas if you celebrate and we're about exactly a week from solstice all the things so happy everything we're in the season we're in the the season season. Um, and we're doing our morning recording which is lovely i'm still really enjoying and so yeah i've got a candle going i've got my christmas tree lights i so far this morning today so today's a full moon for december and so i baked a full moon cake this morning i baked a loaf of bread (laughs) been up since 4 10 wow it is now 6 22 and i feel like i've lived half the day so oh my word i need i need some of that laura bruner energy in my (laughs) life right now yeah but i'm sure you can stay up past eight (laughs) that's true i can i didn't really last night but i yes frequently do stay up past <laughs> I eight. do I'd say like once or twice a week I'll stay up later just like because I'll like start talking to Rusty and then we'll end up up really later I'll like get, get I'll have some extra work I need to get done but for the most part it's like I'm laying the, with the girls you know getting them down at like 7 7 30 and then I'm like I, I get up from laying with Evie I'm like oh my god I just want to go climb in bed right now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I know that if I go back out and look at my computer it's going to be a much later night because once you know once I get in front of the screen and all that and then go down the rabbit hole of all the things that need to be done yeah, just to choose. I have to make a decision, and I make it when I'm laying with Evie. I'm like, what am I going to do? What's this? Yeah. What's night going to look like? You know, day to day. I don't work work anymore at night, which is a definitely a yeah. I I can't remember the last time that I did, but this is a radical shift for me from like maybe one, two, three years ago, where I was like burning the candle like. Yeah. all the time but for me it's usually like you know time with Tim and sometimes that's like us watching a show with shoulder to shoulder time and sometimes it's us like chatting or just reading before bed and but we still go to bed I think at a reasonable time it's like usually between like nine and ten because we're just we just can't we can't hang anymore but last night I, I I've been laying with Camille lately which has kind of been like a fun just a little welcome change i mean she has been she's asking she asked tim or i to lay with her and she says she's scared and so i don't know if she's actually scared or if she just really wants like that connection time she's saying she needs help getting dressed right right she doesn't need help getting dressed but she wants one of us to be there with her yes through the process totally and that's what like i recognize as well especially because kami she's not the kind of kid to like request like snuggles or anything like that but at night like last night I fell asleep in there <laughs> and I was like I asked her if I could hold her hand because we're I told her I was like can we hold hands while we lay here because we're mm-hmm. best friends and she was like yeah and so we just like held hands I fell asleep and I woke up thinking that it was like thinking that I 
was in my own bed and then I forgot to set my alarm and that like everything we were going to be late, but it was like literally, I think it had been like 10 minutes. <laughs> That's weird but those are like, I mean, I, I love it. I really like anytime she asked me to come hang in her bed, I'm like, yes. Okay. Yes. I'll do it. I volunteer. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, yeah. Oh, I love it. Well, yeah, I do still do that every single night. Like I, Rusty will read. We do like bath time. Usually they bathe together and it's the cutest thing in the whole world. Like they're getting to the point where they are like playing and engaging and it is freaking adorable. Mm-hmm. And then we'll read where, you know, we've been going through the illustrated editions of Harry Potter and the fifth one just came out. So we'll read however much Indy will allow us before she gets wild. And, and then Rusty takes Evie to the bedroom and we'll read, we're rereading Chris, the Christmas pig by the author of the Harry Potter books. There's like a Christmas book. Mm-hmm. Very we got it last year. So he'll read her some of that and I will get Indy down. And then I, then we swap and I go in and lay with Evie till she falls asleep. We have this new little like ritual that we do. It started around Halloween where she, we, she's just, she's like, her brain is, it's so, she's so freaking creative. And she wanted to like create imaginary, like create a monster every night. So we mm-hmm. kind of started calling them creatures because they're not necessarily bad, but they're not mm-hmm. human. They're not mm-hmm. normal. You know, it's like a bear that's purple with three legs, that kind of thing. So <laughs> anyways, she's so always like, what's your monster? And it's the cutest thing ever. So we're like, we'll swap monsters and we're kind of like Christmassy <laughs> snowy monsters right now. And then if we didn't do it at dinner, we'll do like rosebud and thorn for the day. And it's so sweet Then I scratch her back and she falls asleep. <sighs> But I'll take that for as long as I can. You know, it's it's pretty pretty special. So mm-hmm. I'm loving our evening rituals. And then maybe I'll go back out and finish up some sourdough thing I've got fermenting and shape a loaf, put in the fridge, that kind of thing. And then sit with Rusty for a moment, give him a kiss, and then to bed I go. So I'm reading I'm reading a book again. Okay, so I, my, I have this light by the bed, and I ran out of AAA batteries. And it, for whatever reason, it took us like four months to get these <laughs> batteries. There's like no way to get these batteries. <laughs> Didn't, in case you didn't know, there's a real scarcity in AAA. <laughs> and it took an Amazon click. But anyway, so I finally got this light re- redone. Because it's like this tiny little tap light that's like very, you can dim it. Mm-hmm. It can be very, very mellow. But we have this book reading light and it's too bright. So I, Indy's at an age now where like I can't just like flip on a light and have her sleep through it. So finally, I'm reading in bed again. And it's a book called Pieces of Me, I believe is what it's called. It's about this girl She's like a young, a young woman now. And she has like a, she had a traumatic brain injury when she was a kid. It's really cool. It's from her perspective. So anyways, so far, highly recommend. It's nonfiction. It's like a memoir. It's it's fiction. Oh, it's fiction. I I pretty much only read fiction. Pieces of me. I wonder if I've read that. Do you know the, do you remember the author? No. And it's in the bedroom and they're sleeping. I'm going to look it up though. Cause it's, it's really good. It took me like a minute to get into. It's not very often that I stop a fiction book but I just I was start I started one and I just I couldn't get into it and I don't think it's called pieces of me okay I'm gonna I'll find it (laughs) (laughs) that sounds right (laughs) it's definitely a a thing there's like multiple songs and multiple books but it's not this one (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna make me cough (laughs) oh man sorry I really want to find it anyways how are you? I feel like last catch up, I just talked and talked and talked and then, and then my kids woke up and you didn't get much time. So oh, I know we want to kind of do like a quick catch up and then talk holiday because we yeah. are in that season and we've been getting questions and I, it's so fun this time of the year to share. I'm going to say one thing and then stop talking. My friend, <laughs> you don't have to stop talking. My friend Go Sarah ahead. messaged me on Voxer the other day. You know, Sarah, she's the one like wonderful human. She set up the really special bracelets when I was pregnant with, with Indy. Yes. And she was going to come to the retreat, right? She was going to come yeah. to the retreat. Okay. I'm like, just use that flight and come see me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways. So she messaged me on Voxer the other day and you know, we're having a lot of thoughts about the move and whatnot. And I'll share more on that potentially soon, but not right now. Anyways, she sent me this box and was like, I just want to let you know that I scrolled randomly through your podcast and just put my finger down and I hit the thankful, grateful episode is what we called it from Thanksgiving 2020 which is when we had like just moved into this house and we had no furniture for like the first few weeks and Rusty had gone down right before Thanksgiving to go get our furniture from his mom's mm-hmm. and bring it back up. So we had a couch for the first time since before we moved into the van. And one of the things I was like most thankful for was just to have a couch and like what that represented and like being home and like feeling settled. And so it just like, she brought me to tears. Mm-hmm. It's just, so I'm so grateful for this platform because we have these experiences and catharsis of like sharing our journey and processing very real time and very raw here. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about that too, for all the years we've been doing this and for how real and raw we've been, 
like it has been 99% positive feedback. And mm-hmm. I think that's mm-hmm. really cool. We haven't had anyone come at us like, how you da- how dare you say that? I mean, we did a little bit during that season of intensity, but for the most part, it's been so lovely. And I just am grateful for that. So anyways, I love these holiday catch-ups where we get to kind of like talk about our process and reflect and what we're doing and what traditions are really standing out to us. Because then when Evie and Indy are older, I can look back and be like, oh, remember that year? When like mm-hmm. a little burlap sack was like the coolest thing in the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, so before we get into that, what is the latest? I mean, I'd love just like a quick recap of your birthday and the race because mm-hmm. our last catch up, you were heading into both of those things. Yeah. So I finished the race. Woohoo. I'm so <laughs> just, I'm really proud of myself. I don't think that we give ourselves enough credit when we do hard things sometimes, or even when we just get through the things that aren't that hard, but feel challenging in the moment. And so I've been really embracing, like when people ask me, like, how are you feeling? Like, how did it go? I'm like, I, I did great. You know, objectively, I I didn't win any, like, you know, I didn't place or, you know, anything like that solidly in the middle of the pack in like every single group, like in my age group, in the feet, like female group in the entire like race finishing pack I'm right in the middle which you know it's like I feel really great about it my whole goal going in was just I wanted to finish and I told myself if you need to walk you're gonna walk if your knee starts hurting and you can't like run the entire thing like that's fine so lots of pep talks going into it the day of the race was really just rainy (laughs) it was it was not ideal it was kind of cold kind of rainy had it been not rainy, it would have been the perfect like temperature, but because it was just constant drizzle, like the the rate the course race was like the race course was a mess. But it actually, you know, I don't know. It was it was you know I didn't get overheated, I didn't get hot, I was you know constantly feeling good, and you know it it was great. So I also saw so there was like a few key parts in the race where like someone I knew was there and we like saw each other and connected. And that was like, so cool. So the first one was my friend Kaylee had asked me for my bib number. Cause you could like track people on this app and I knew she was going to be like in her neighborhood. And so we came up, I think it was like maybe like mile three or something. And you know, that's where it's like, that's where mile three is like where your body is like, okay, like, we've done this before. This is easy. But then it's like, okay, we're still doing, we're going to go more. Like your body is like, okay, like this is we're we're doing this thing. So I, for me, it was like kind of mentally tough. And to see her and her son, Ben was so cute. Like they had signs and they were just like cheering me on. And so that was really special. And then around mile six, I think it was all of mile six. It was something called the blue mile, which I've never experience before and it was basically like all along this mile was on both sides were pictures of like veterans who had like who had passed away in the line of service and it was (laughs) I mean I'm an emotional person and you had the adrenaline yes and then like the race is emotional because you know it's just it was so powerful just to see all these people in one place like doing something really hard and you know, it's harder for some people than other people. And so I was already emotional. And then this whole mile, I was like, literally, like kind of hyperventilating because I was trying not to sob. I was like, (gasps) like the whole time, because, you know, it was like old, old veterans and like really young veterans. And it like, you know, veterans with kids in the picture. And it was just like, so impactful. And then at the end of it, I'm like about to run out, like literally the last person like holding a flag was my uncle. And I was like, what? I was like, I didn't know you were, I actually thought he might be there running because he is like a, just a prolific runner. Like he has ran for as long that I've, as long as I've known him. He, and he was like, I've done 55 races this year. I was like, what? <laughs> that sounds, <laughs> you'd have to run like more races then there are weekends to run 55 races. But he decided not to do this one and to work to volunteer for the Blue Mile because he's a veteran. And so, like, I just stopped and we hugged and, like, had a like quick little conversation. And that was really, like, gave me a bump around, like, mile six. I just, like, ran out of there, like, totally inspired. And then we ran through – I had to take a potty break. Tim, when I saw Tim, he was like, man, we were tracking you and you were like going really fast. My original pace was like around 10 minutes a mile. And then I had to take a potty break and there's like two, (laughs) two porta potties and like 
lines of people. And I was like, I, I need to use a restroom because I've been drinking water the whole time. It's like, I'm not going to make it the last like half if I don't use a restroom. But anyways, that set me back, like my pace back pretty good. But anyways, after that, I, you know, got back up, kept going. And then the kids were around mile nine, Tim. And that was so fun. Like they, I had like a little video that I shared on Instagram where Tim, Tim was like taking the video and they like ran up and they hugged me and we just got a chance to like take a breather and they just encouraged me. And it was, mm-hmm. it was so precious. And I don't know, they were so excited. They were excited for me. And that was just that's a really special moment. Like I keep keep watching the video and like getting teary eyed because I'm like, oh, it's my family, <laughs> you know. So Anyways, yeah, they were, they are, they were, they are proud. And it was like the whole time I was running, I was just like thinking about them a lot and hoping that like, you know, we in our family we talk a lot about like we can do hard things, you know, when things are tough and just wanting to like be an example of that to them. And I think, I think, well, Bear, especially because he's like, <laughs> he, I got home from the race and he's like, I'm going to do a duathlon. And so he like took his bike and he like rode it around the block and then he like dropped his bike and then like ran around the block. So like they're watching, like oh, they yeah. really are watching everything that we do. And so it was just really inspiring to see them to finish off the end of the race, which was like four more miles after that. And then my headphones, and it was so cool. I had like asked everyone on Instagram to send me a song and I used all those suggestions like as a playlist. And so that was also really cool the whole time because I remembered who had like sent the song. And so every time a song came on, I would like smile and think of that person like, oh, this is so, this is cool. Like, so a lot of like, you know, just processing and thinking with that. But then on mile 11, my AirPods died, which was tragic. (laughs) Because that's like the hardest part for me was the last couple miles, but made it through and finished. And I was even able to like finish strong and felt really good. Like the whole race, because I think I'd mentioned on here going into it, like I was kind of, Tim had a cold and then like I was like, I didn't feel sick, but I felt like there was a little like itch in my throat, kind of like a little tickle back there. And I felt like that going into the race, but like felt fine. Like I didn't have a cough. I didn't have like really any drainage or anything like that. And then right after the race, you know, it's probably a combination of like, I just ran 13 miles and it was in the rain and all of that just started to kind of like feel not so great, but physically felt really good. Like my knees felt great. Cause I had been worried about that, like no knee pain whatsoever. And even just the like soreness and recovery after the race, like has been great. Like I feel like physically race wise, I feel awesome. Like I could technically go out and do it again. It's just this little pesky head cold that's kind of now, I think I, we were talking before we started recording. Like, I think I, my body was like, okay, we're going to do this race. We're going to get through your birthday. You're going to have a great time. And now it's kind of like, and now we need to rest a little bit. <laughs> time. So yeah, the race was great. It was, awesome. I was also thinking, I know we want to talk about holiday traditions, so I'll try and kind of wrap it up. But like, I was thinking about how the race, it's like, put put me out of my comfort zone. Like it was something that was really challenging for me. And doing the the training the last like three, four months made me realize that like the last year or two, three, and with good reason, like I think our nervous systems kind of needed a little bit of like chill, you know, but like I haven't really done anything outside of my comfort zone. Anything that like made me nervous or like you know, skydid, we call it. Like, I haven't really had that many of those experiences in the last couple of years. And like the morning of the race, thinking, me thinking like, what am I doing? Like, why am I doing this? You know, you've got like a nervous stomach and you're like, am I going to be able to finish this? This is, feels really hard, like a big challenge. Like I hadn't, f- I don't remember the last time I've done something that made me feel like that in a good way. You know what I mean? Like to like have those feelings and then like do it, attempt it and then like complete it. I don't know. It just like gives you a sense of accomplishment. Does that make any sense whatsoever? Hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> I think we have to be pushed outside mm-hmm. our comfort. That it mm-hmm. makes me think of CrossFit in general. Mm-hmm. Like you can't adapt if you're mm-hmm. not pushed past comfort. Totally, totally. You know? So and whatever that is—mental, physical, emotional—absolutely like, get uncomfortable. Absolutely. And so I felt that, and I felt like you know, regardless of the outcome, like it was a good experience just because it pushed me 
it pushed me. So yeah, race was great. That's kind of the race recap. And then I ended up, if any runners out there is curious, I ended up at about 11 and a half minute miles, which was great for me. That was actually, you know, faster than a lot of my like other training runs. And so it was all good. And then Monday was my birthday. I turned 39, which still feels like bananas to say, but like, I don't, you know, I don't feel any different. I still feel the same, but it was a great birthday. I, even though I was kind of like starting to get a little bit of that like congestion, kind of was like, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm doing this. I am like gonna have a good day. I like kind of willed myself. And we went to, Tim was like, we're gonna do all your favorite things. Like, and I'm not gonna complain. Cause he's not like, I mean, if it were his birthday, we'd probably be like hiking and outside. And I love all those things. But when I think about the stuff that I like tend not to do that I really enjoy, it's like usually relaxing or I love like bopping around stores, not necessarily like buying anything, but like going into a bookstore that like is not Barnes and Noble. That's like interesting and like looking at all the things or going into little shops and like seeing you know, it's just putting around. I like to putts. Like I'm a nine. I really like to putts and I never get to because I'm always like going, going, going. And so we went to brunch at this place that I've been wanting to try, which was really good. Super cute, like very Instagram worthy. And so the food was good. The food wasn't great, but it was the experience was good. Like I would take you there, Laura, like maybe on like a weekend when like the the chef there, like the the weekend crew was there. But it was really cute. That donut was beautiful. It was beautiful. And it tasted really good. It just wasn't like, oh my God, this is the best donut I've ever had in my whole life. But it was fun. It was fun. So we went there and then we, what did we do? I've already forgotten everything. We, what did we do? We went to a bookstore that I've never been to that's like a little local bookstore that was so cute. We got more coffee because I love coffee. We went shopping, like a couple stores, and then, gosh, it's like, it felt like we did so much, and then the day was over. I can't remember. Oh my God, it was only Monday. Then we went to, Grammy picked up the kids from school, and we went to Best Quality Daughter, which is, if anyone ever comes to San Antonio, you've got to go here. It's like an Asian inspired restaurant. It was in Bon Appetit like last month. It's so good. And we stopped in for an early dinner there and had literally some of the best food that I have eaten in, in a long time. They had this carne gasada curried dandan noodle thing. And if you've never had carne gasada, it's like, have you had carne gasada, Laura? Carne gasada? Carne gasada. G-U-I. No. It's like a beef and like like a gravy sauce kind of it's very very popular here like carne gasada tacos are like a huge thing but it's like it, it was just it was phenomenal and then I we had salt and pepper shrimp and then we did have a drink even though I was like it's probably not the best thing for me recovery wise I'm gonna do it because it's my birthday and so had dinner picked up some cupcakes and ice cream and then like came home and celebrated with the kids and it was just really it was great it was wonderful and who were the kids with they were with Tim, Tim's mom, Grammy, Tim's pick, pick him up from school and hung out with them while we were kind of finishing our day. So it was great. I loved it. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty low maintenance. I think I just want to eat lots of food and drink lots of coffee and bop around bopping <laughs> without any plans. So, <laughs> and I want to plan it all to a T and have it be the perfect day. <laughs> <laughs> which I feel like you had a great birthday. Like oh you got was, to, you it was got my to... favorite birthday of my life, yeah. to be honest. We like yeah. camped the night before and then we did like all the things. And I, I don't need it planned way in advance. I need the flexibility, but I just want it to be like, similar to you or like, I just want Rusty to go with the flow. Mm-hmm. And he did. And it was, it was lovely. So I'm so happy your birthday was so special. Thank you. It was, it was, it really, like you said, you had one of your favorite birthdays ever. Like, I think this is one of my favorite ever. I don't know. I don't know why it's not, it's just, it felt really good. It felt like, like exactly what I needed. So, so yeah, that's my, that's my catch up. I think those are all the main things and just on the mend over here, feeling good, but sounding not so great. I don't think, but you know, overall feeling really good and excited. Phoebe vibe. Do what you say. You have the Phoebe vibe. Phoebe. Oh, yes. We sing that to Fiona all the time. Oh, oh sweet, sweet Fiona. Sweet, smelly Fiona. Yeah. 
anyways, let's talk about some holiday stuff. Do you have any yeah, updates yeah. you want to uh, share before? I mean, not really. No, things are things are good here. We're finding, continuing to find our rhythm, and Mindy's a hoot, and she's just so freaking funny. <laughs> but I don't think I have any like major updates from from last week when we recorded. So just really looking forward to the holidays. I feel like that's kind of where my brain is right now. I think any updates are holiday related, mm-hmm. most likely. <laughs> hey, friends, Laura here, popping in real quick to talk about Paleo Valley. Should come as no surprise that I love this company. I've been using them since well before Evie was born and now all the way through motherhood, travel, second pregnancy, Indy's birth, and beyond. And today I want to talk specifically about the Organ Complex. I have found that this product has been the single most beneficial supplement for my postpartum experience. It's helped with recovery. It's helped nourish me deeply. There, in my opinion, is no stronger superfood than grass-fed organs. And this pill makes them easy to take palatable and simple to get that deep, deep nourishment. You can save 15% off any Paleo Valley order with code ModernMamas at checkout or simply go to paleovalley.com slash ModernMamas. Happy nourishing. Well, why don't you, since I talked a bunch, I'm going to turn myself off and cough (laughs) (laughs) and listen to your, I want to hear about your holiday stuff because I know you wanted to talk about, you were getting some questions about Santa and, you know, all of like your holiday plans and stuff. So tell us, tell us all the deets. The deets. Well, first of all, the book, I found it. (laughs) It's called, what is it called? Peace of Mind with, by Michelle Adelman. And it's really lovely. It's a novel. It's her first novel, actually. And I found it at the library. I've been like just grabbing, like there's a bookcase that's like the, you know, employee selections mm-hmm. or recommendations. I always just go there because it's, we're well, usually in a rush, uh, not in a rush, but I usually don't have, if I went to the library by myself, I could spend hours. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> it's really good. And I guess it's inspired by her sister who had, was hit by a bus at age three wow. and has a brain injury. So anyways, wow. so far really great. Anyways, holidays. Yeah. So last weekend we had the most magical Saturday where my friend Shannon came out from Bainbridge Island and there was this really incredible maker's market in town. It was at this flower farm called Fullness of Joy Flowers or Floral. And they had three giant greenhouses filled with different local vendors and makers. Between each greenhouse was like a giant fire pit. My friends own this. They own the tap room in town called Angela's Tap, but they now also have like a little trailer and it's called the Pull and Pour. And they were there pouring drinks. There was like, it was, there was axe throwing. I mean, it was so cool. So my friend Shannon came with her two girls. We drove up there. We had gotten snow that week, which had melted at our house, but up there in the mountain, like 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes up, so much snow. So we're like driving through blankets of snow gorgeous backdrop. It was just the coolest. We get there and just, it was so magical, like walking in and for the first time feeling like I, I walked in the door and there were so many people that I just, I knew and they came and they hugged me and like bought me a glass of wine and were like snuggling my girls and just seeing friends. And it, it just felt like deeply joyful in a way that I haven't experienced since we moved here. And so I'm like putzing around with my friend, speaking of putzing and like checking out the different vendors. And there's this mama that I just recently met and she it's quick coyote candle co. And she, I met her for the first time two weeks ago, three weeks ago at another maker's market at that tap room I was talking about. And she had this itty bitty baby. I don't know if I said this already, but I was like, Oh sweet. How old's your baby? She's like nine days old. I'm like, And you're here selling candles. And so I saw her again and like bought some candles and, and, Evie had disappeared, but I knew so many people that it was like, a, and she was with Shannon. And then our photographer was there taking photos of kids with Santa. And she sends me a text like, look, Evie found Santa. And then she came over and like gave me a big hug and, and her name's Michaela. And that was, that was for me, I like had to take a pause and not react because we, we don't quote unquote do Santa, you know? And so I was like, how is this going to go? And knowing that the friends we were with, like their little one believes and like all that. And so I guess I should have probably reversed a little bit. If you were listening with kids, I'm going to talk about Santa, <laughs> but so I was like, okay. And like the picture, you know, Evie was like, you could tell she was kind of like, my biggest thing was like, did someone make her get on that lap? You know, that's my like hugest piece around it. Like no one will put, put my daughter on a strange man's lap period. And so Evie comes running up and she was beaming, like so joyful, like so, so blissful. And in that moment I took a deep, like a huge breath. And I was like, how cool is this that we don't necessarily do the like Santa, you know, in the way that a lot of people do like elf on the shelf like Santa comes when we're sleeping, be good or else you won't get presents kind of thing. But we still do Santa in that Santa is a figure that we talk about. It's this fun, creative, imaginary story. 
And in, in not doing Santa in the traditional way, she still experienced like so much magic in that moment. And I could see she was like lit up and she was like so excited and she knows it's pretend, which was interesting because some of the friends we were with, their kids were terrified to go over there. (laughs) And I don't know if that's like kid dependent or if it's because she knows that this isn't actually some like super celebrated, like magical being that would maybe be intimidating. She knows it's a guy who's so blissful and joyful, who's playing this character. Anyways, it was, it was so cool to see. She was so thrilled to get on his lap and to like, just talk to him and like experience that magic because Russ and I had, I'll be totally transparent. We had had a conversation that he, he like started about not, not feeling regretful, but concerned that we had taken some of the magic from Christmas. And so this is of course our unique story. I'm not telling anyone what to do. I feel very resolute in our decision because it's gone really well. And it wasn't like we were like, Hey, Evie, when she was two, like Santa's fake, you know, it was, it was, she asked us, is Santa real? And I said, what do you think? And then the conversation went from there, you know, and it was not when she was two, it was, she was like four. I think it was like last Christmas where it was really a conversation. And I had known that I didn't, I didn't necessarily want to do it. It didn't feel right. And it didn't in that moment. So anyways, all that to say for us, you know, it's like, we talk about Santa, we read books about Santa, we watch movies about Santa, all as this like fun, imaginary kind of like how we approach Harry Potter, you know, it's fun stories. And just that last weekend at that event, I, I cried when I told you earlier how like I got that boxer from Sarah that made me cry. It was like a very emotional day because my cup was like overflowing. And that was the same day I was on the drive from that event to dinner where I listened to that message from her. But it was just like this overwhelming, like, I feel loved. I feel like we have this community. I feel like I didn't take the magic away from Christmas, you know? And so it was just really cool to see that and experience that. So just to kind of like clarify what we do, it's Santa's a a fun, magical story that like it brings a lot. There's still so much magic around it, but we don't, there's no gifts from Santa in our house. We keep Christmas very minimal in terms of stuff. We do stockings that have like socks and like some beauty counter jelly and some like a candy cane and some chocolate, that kind of thing. And then we have, you know, like a handful of like really, what we consider to be really like a special intentional gift. So I know a lot of people do that, but, and, and, you know, and then it's a lot about the experience of the day and we'll do one gift on, on winter solstice, which is a week from when you're listening to this, it's the 21st. And that's just kind of how we approach it. And it doesn't mean that we're like, we're not keeping her in a bubble, you know, we're not like keeping her from Christmas, but I don't know. It was very validating to just experience that day. And like, cause I've always kind of been like wary of the whole, like Santa thing and sitting on Santa's lap and taking pictures of Santa. And it kind of happened, I think, exactly how it was supposed to, where she wasn't getting my uncertain energy. She just went and experienced that exactly how she needed to in that moment, you know? So I'm grateful for good friends who were around her as she went and sat on Santa's lap, even though I was talking to my friend and I didn't even know he was back there at the time. And so it just, it went really well. And then I walked over, you know, and I had Indy and Indy wanted nothing to do with him. I mean, she was very curious. He, He was a very good Santa, like real beard, very jolly, like very you could tell he was just a very genuine, incredible human. I guess he does this every year. He's friends of the owners of the farm and he did a wonderful job. And Indy was like curious and smiled at him, but you know, there was no, there's no way I was going to hand her. She like will will hardly go to like, you know, my mother-in-law sometimes. So, so yeah, that was, that was our, like, that's our Santa kind of situation right now. It might ebb and, and flow. I, I say, I'll say it again. And I've, I've said it before that I reserve the right to change my mind. I mean, I won't change my mind about Santa, but in terms of like all traditions. And I guess what I meant to say is I can't backtrack and be like, actually, (laughs) but I just, I, it feels very good. The the approach we've taken, it feels very right for our family and it's not right for every family. I know that, but it's just what's worked for us and like this child and, and all of that. So well, yeah, Santa situation. Well, thanks for sharing that. And just for some like perspective, it's like you and I don't necessarily approach Santa in the same way. And that's like, a hundred percent fine. Like, I hope no one's like, either way, if like, you don't do Santa, or you do do quote unquote, do Santa, like us sharing our particular experiences, like, like, I don't feel and I feel happy when when you tell me like your experience or like your thoughts around and your approach with Santa. I'm like, I'm so happy that like, this has worked out for you and you love it and it feels good and right. And then like, when I share my experience that we do quote unquote, do Santa, like, I mean, there's no, I don't feel judged or like I'm doing something wrong because it, it has worked. Like we approach it in a way that feels authentic to us. So like, I hope people feel that, 
You know what I mean? Like, totally. I, I hope us sharing our approaches gives pe- other people permission to embrace whatever it is that they that works for them. Yeah, want to. And do. I feel like that's the theme of this podcast. Like, we're always sharing our experiences, mm-hmm. never with any sort of like. Uh, attempt to tell people what is right or right, wrong right. for their, it's always just sharing our journey. Totally. And it's going to resonate. Like some listeners are going to hear you tell your story. Maybe they haven't thought about this. And you're like, that sounds, that resonates. And then, you know, I haven't like shared what we do, but like they might hear what I, what we do and be like that, that really resonates for me. And so it's more to like, you'll know when you hear something that's right for you. Right. And you'll know when you hear something that's, that's not right for you because it'll like feel right or it'll feel wrong in your gut so anyways that's always our hope but like to piggyback off that like we do do santa and it's interesting because you know i've shared our faith here we also are christians and so christmas is 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 huge for us in a different way and so i would say we uh, we have we do do santa we do have presents from santa but our focus usually is not necessarily on Santa and the presence and all of that. It's usually on like, you know, the birth of Jesus and like what that means for us as Christians. And, and so it's interesting. It's like, we do have that, the magic of this jolly story and it's wonderful and our kids love it. And I've never felt like, I've never felt personally conflicted about it. And I know a lot of people do struggle with that, but like for us, it's been just a part of the season and it's always felt fine. And our kids have never been scared and we've, we've also never forced them to like take a picture when they didn't want to. It's always like, do you want to take a picture? Do you want to see Santa? And like Cammy especially is usually the one who's like, I don't know if I want to take a picture with him. Like I want to go see, like I want to stand <laughs> like by oh, it and okay. see yeah. and observe. And that's totally fine. It's like, you know, and it's been different kind of every year. <clears throat> Anyways, for us, we do do Santa. I will say, <clears throat> I've always said that if Bear or Camille ask me, I would tell them the truth. Now I'm going to share this. And I, and I like, I again, reserve the right to like kind of figure out how to do this correctly. But Bear asked me this year Mm. in a kind of like in a joking way, like he wasn't serious. Like he was smiling. He's like, is Santa real? But he's in front of his sister who's six. And she like, we were all together and I was like, okay, he's asking me and it's not the right time for me to like blurb the whole story out here <laughs> in front of his sister. It's like in the middle of decorating the tree and we're like having cocoa and it's like oh, this one- wonderful like <laughs> scene. And I, I keep telling Tim like, I should I like go back and revisit? Cause he hasn't brought it up since. Cause we, I did the same thing that, that you had did. I was like <gasps> panicking. I was like, well, what do you think? <laughs> and he was like, I think he's real. And I was like, okay. But Bear I said that. Bear said that. He said, I think he's real. He's probably questioning, but he wants yeah. to hold on. And I and there's magic mm-hmm. in that too. Totally. And that's why I keep I was asking him, I was like, Do you think I should go back and revisit it and bring it up like in a time where it's like, you know, just him and I? And he was like, I, he's like, I don't know. I was like, right now he seems like he's not like struggling with it. <laughs> he's mm-hmm. he's excited and happy. And so I think that our year for him. Like that conversation is either going to be maybe after Christmas, this Christmas, or like prior to the next one. So he's nine. He's he'll be ten next year, and I'm fine with that. Like I'm totally one hundred percent like not gonna like outright like try and get him to believe in something that he's already questioning. But yeah. So anyways, I'm in this like weird place where I'm like, I think the right thing my gut is telling me is to like wait and have that conversation maybe like after Christmas or like next year, but I don't know. So like, yeah, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. It's all complicated. We're just doing the best that we can given our circumstances and our unique kids I and our, know. you know, but I love that. I think that's, I think you handled that beautifully. <laughs> Thanks. I'm still, I still question it on the daily. Like, and well, now will it be weird if I'm like, Hey, remember when you asked me? Like, I don't know. I just don't know if it's appropriate. So anyways, I'll keep you guys updated if anything changes, but all that to say, if you're, in that age where kids are asking you or, you know, starting to, you know, and he also is in school with kids that are older than him. Like the way his classroom is set up, it's like, mm-hmm. I'm sure there are, you know, just things getting discussed and totally lots of questions coming home, not even related to Christmas, but that's for another episode. <laughs> that's 
episode. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Do you feel like you tackled your your Santa? Yeah, Santa. Check. Thoughts? I would like to hear about your traditions. I actually, just full disclosure, I have not felt like I haven't felt. I'm excited about you know December and all the things, but we haven't done any of our like aside from decorating the tree and having like hot cocoa. Like we haven't really done anything yet, and I don't know if this is just a season. I I watched this gal that I follow on Instagram was like, just because like if you can't do or won't have time for, or a tradition, a quote unquote tradition, like doesn't happen this year, it doesn't mean it's not still a tradition. Like you can do it next year, or you can change your mind and never do it again. Like I I really needed to hear that because I felt like as a mom and as someone who absolutely adores. Christmas time like this is my my like season I feel like I haven't done much you know do you get the feeling that it's further along into December than it is I do I feel like I don't have any time left it's the eighth I know I know and I keep getting I'm like oh my god like we're sending Christmas cards this year and I'm really excited about them and they're arriving tomorrow and I'm like we're so behind but I look at my wall where people send Christmas cards and there are four yeah you know it's like there's still so much time to do Christmassy stuff. We still have weeks. Mm-hmm. And so I have to keep telling them, I don't know what it is. Maybe did Thanksgiving come earlier? Like, I'm not I sure. I don't know. I honestly have no idea, but it feels like it's flying by. It does. Even if it's not. I think it's because that's like the tone of the year. And right. it's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, you know, but mm-hmm. we still have time. And I love that too. Like, you know, some traditions you might do, you might not. And, and it's okay. And they might change as we evolve as parents and our kids get older and all of that. So, mm-hmm. and we you know, create new ones. You know, I just have to, you know, I'm in a similar boat. And so if y'all want to like, if you want to listen back to the past couple Christmas episodes of the past few years, like we've shared our traditions. Mm-hmm. And so we might not have time to touch on all of them today. I kind of want to touch on ones that are new, or, and then like maybe like what we're doing this year that will likely become new traditions if they aren't already <clears> set <throat> in stone. But yeah, like things are going to change and you might s- skip one this year. And and I have to just remind myself that I think we talked about this last episode where, you know, some traditions will shift and change, like going to, into the forest to cut a tree down. You know, we went to a tree farm this year and it was pure magic. And that's the shift that had to be made. It doesn't mean we won't go out into the forest next year, but it's the act of like going as a family the day after Thanksgiving and cutting a tree and bringing it home and decorating and eating leftovers. Like that's the magic. But if you force it, if I had tried to you know, we're going to eat this picnic that I packed. Mm-hmm. It's freezing by the fire, you know, at this yeah. tree farm. That wouldn't have been as joyful as going home and like toasting our sandwiches and eating them at home with like our candles lit and the music playing, you know? So it's mm-hmm. like just ebbing and flowing with the general, the general like theme of seeking joy and honoring the season, I guess. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's this season's also about slowing down. So if the traditions, mitigate the space or don't allow for the space for mm-hmm. us to slow down then it's like what am, what am I doing that feels yeah. very bad one thing that we're doing this year that's new that I'm going to do every year like typically in the past we've just bought the like a fair trade version of like the little chocolate advent calendar you pop the thing open every day but I was inspired by a thousand hours outside they had a printout that you could just go and print with like all these different activities that are really outdoor based definitely family based and So I, on Amazon, found these like little mini burlap sacks that we'll be able to reuse year after year. We always have twine in this house and (laughs) the yummer candy cane lollipops. And so I I printed the thing out at the library, like black and white. Evie colored it in. I cut out the little squares. Each one's an activity. But like the time consuming part was sitting down and looking because, you know, I have to make sure the activity is something that we have space for in the day. Like this past Sunday was pure magic. It was, it was like roast marshmallows outside or make s'mores by a fire. And so I had to plant, like pick the day. Okay. That's perfect for a Sunday where then I have to like, I get to make sourdough graham crackers and have a bonfire. And it made for the most like special Sunday we've had in a long time. It felt so beautiful. We were the only ones at this giant state park area. We made a huge fire. There's a playground. Evie was pushing Indy on the swing. Rusty and I had a glass of wine and we made s'mores by this raging fire all at like 2 PM. We're home in time to make sourdough pizzas. And I am grateful for like the little burlap sack that had that in it, you know? So every day she picks one. And like yesterday was like, find a rock and paint it. 
in a festive way. So, and for school doesn't start till nine thirty. So, we've got a house full of rocks here. So she grabbed a rock and she painted it. And you know, it's like little things. Sometimes it's easy, like gather sticks, and we made snowflakes out of out of twigs and twine. Little things like that. And then there's bigger ones where it's like today's solstice, and there's another one that's like have a campfire or have a big bonfire. And so we're having some friends over after school. I'm making the full moon cake and actually, yeah, I made that this morning and we're going to have a bonfire and in the backyard, you know, still keep it simple. So that's been really special. It helps me to slow down in the morning and like, you know, it, no matter what, we have some activity that we do together, no matter how crazy the day is. So that, and sometimes some of them I'm like, well, I know she goes on hikes with her friends at school. So I like, I know like this day's really full. So I plugged that in that day because I know that she can just do that at school <laughs> or like read a book in nature. Like, sure, I can, I can do that but also I know that that happens at school. So anyways, that's been a really fun tradition. And then, you know, we celebrate solstice and Christmas. And so for this solstice, our friends, many of you know, Jenna and her family, they're Three Rivers Farm. They now moved here to where our peninsula and they're called now the farm in the kitchen. They're like, do all the sourdough things. And we're having them over. So we'll earlier in the day, you know, we'll do, we do like one, one outdoor focused gift on solstice. And then we'll get out for a hike, hopefully play in the snow. And then we're going to have them over and they're bringing some of their sourdough focaccia or rolls or something. I'm going to make uh, our new one is like stew on solstice. So I'll make a stew. We'll have a big backyard fire. Rusty's going to make some festive cocktails and that should be really fun. I'll probably do grams again and we'll do s'mores out there because she makes incredible like homemade marshmallows. So I'm really excited for that. And then we have on Christmas Eve, like our set in stone tradition that we will never change. The only thing I might tweak this year is my friend, Abby, who you know well, she sent me this reel and it's like, you take slices of sourdough and you basically turn oh, each slice I of sourdough that. into like garlic bread and then you make grilled cheese out of it. Oh my God. And for Rusty and I both like garlic, you know, can cause a little bit of like bloat discomfort oh, but it's gonna sad. be so worth it so i think <laughs> because we've been doing grilled cheese and tomato soup already so much this season mm-hmm. so i'm like okay that'll be like elevated on christmas eve i think mm-hmm. we'll do it that way just like really just take it like i want to find a way to take it up a notch because it's such a special tradition oh, i wish i could photograph that i just oh wish i could get that cheese pool and all the oh you could you could that's my <laughs> I just show up on Christmas Eve and like, hey, I'm here to take a picture of your sourdough bread. I'll pay you in wine so I can add that to my blog. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's oh, funny. so good. Yeah, and then we're oh, we're gonna do so the gingerbread cookies from my recipe book, the sourdough gingerbread cookies. We're gonna we did it last year too, and they're very rustic. <laughs> but we're gonna make gingerbread houses the Sunday before Christmas, which I'm really looking forward to, so we can like nibble on those all week. Yeah, and then Christmas Eve, you know, we're gonna wake up and. We're, we're going to attempt, we're either going to do sourdough English muffins that are a staple for us, or we might make an attempt at sourdough croissants. I haven't seen you make English muffins yeah, in a while. It's Rusty's, so that's like his jam. I actually, yes. I, I've never made them. He's the one that makes them and he's been very busy. So yeah, yeah. we're going to try and get back into that rhythm. And I feel like Christmas Eve would be a great time to do that. So he's going to make some, I think we'll probably end up doing English muffins. I want to do croissants maybe for like New Year's Eve breakfast because... Oh. Yeah, he has that whole week between Christmas and New Year's off, so there's plenty of space to like practice and. and oh my think. gosh! If and you nail a sourdough croissant, holy cow! I know, holy cow! Wild, right? Yeah, pretty crazy. I mean, it's hard. It's not hard, but I mean, it's finicky as just a regular thing to make. Yeah. Have you made them without sourdough before? No, I've never made a croissant, but it's like I'm pretty sure it's like my top three favorite foods. Oh my god, they're incredible! So, I'm really excited about it. I'd rather have like a savory, you know, buttery croissant yeah. than like any sort of like cinnamon roll or anything. That's mm-hmm. definitely my jam. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. And so Christmas Eve, we'll do a nice breakfast. We'll get out. We'll hike. We'll play in the snow. We'll come home. We'll do a grilled cheese, tomato soup. Last year, we went out to the lake on Christmas Eve. And I think that would be a fun tradition to try and stick with. There's this cool trail out there. And now Evie's on her like two-wheeler, not her strider bike. And so there's this really fun path. And we can take the dogs. We like I think we packed like some snacks and... That would be really lovely. So we'll probably do that, hot cocoa, and then we'll bake cookies and do the whole grilled cheese tomato soup, watch a Christmas movie, no doubt, go to sleep, and then Christmas morning, we come out. I will be up early, I'm sure. So we're in a fun season this year. Usually I like slowly put the, the presents under the tree over the course of the season, but we had to put our tree high because of tiny wild one. <laughs> and so this year, it'll be the first year for Evie where she comes out and like, everything's there, you know? Oh, so I'm excited fun. about that. Yeah. So we'll come out and get everything under there. I'll get cinnamon rolls baking 
and we'll do we'll do stockings and coffee and we do eggnog in our coffee on Christmas morning and then open presents and we'll eat cinnamon rolls and then we we like to go we'll go sledding sledding on Christmas day come home I'll make a feast I'm debating between like a some sort of like ham or pork roast or more rotisserie chicken because it's so good but we'll have a big old feast it's just us after dinner we always go for a walk and look at all the lights we'll come home watch a christmas story eat pie just pure magic so that's that's it and then rusty's got that whole week off and so do i crossfit has a really cool culture of that week is like a blackout week and i'll have to do a little bit of things like a few little like get the, the email of the day out a couple days but just really really gonna slow down and then it's you know for new year's eve We'll probably make stew again or maybe pizzas, have a backyard fire, set intentions, and then it's my it's my baby's birthday and I just like I still can't believe it. But I know we'll talk more about the new year in a different episode. But that's kind yeah. of that's our plan. Keeping it mellow, keeping it small. Evie like specifically requested that it's just us for Christmas and I'm gonna harness that for as long as I can. I think it's really special that she wants that, you know? Yeah. So we're, we're respecting that, those wishes, which is fine by us. And it's going to be lovely. And we did, we booked one night away at the coast between Christmas and New Year's. And I found this sweet little inn and we're going to go stay at this town called Seabrook, which we stopped on our way up from camping at the coast in May and found this little bakery. And I had, speaking of croissants, the best croissant I've ever eaten in my life. And so we're like, how do we get back here? So we're going to go and spend a couple days there. There was like restaurants we wanted to eat at and it was just really, really cool. So We'll leave early in the morning. It's a three-hour drive. Spend all day Tuesday and Wednesday. Come home Wednesday evening and just have like one little family night away. It's been a while. Oh my gosh, I'm inspired. I feel like <laughs> I'm like it sounds incredible, and I'm like, what am I gonna do? I, anyways, you're you're the next few weeks sounds just can I can I tag along with you yeah please but it's all it's very simple like there's a it sounds like a lot when I say it but then like we're doing little things like on Saturday there's a winter tide festival in town we're trying to like stay local do local festive things and also just like be home more but there's a little there's like a winter tide festival where there's like some again like local makers and that pull and pour cart and another local restaurant that's going to have like their sourdough stuff and and there's a lantern walk and like a light display and fire pits and then we also have ice skating downtown so look those are the things that we want to work in just keeping it low pressure and enjoying each other so yeah slowing down focusing on local and sticking with traditions that feel right this year i love that hiya interrupting this podcast with an important word from a beloved sponsor hiya health kids daily vitamins Haya is a thoughtfully sourced kids multivitamin made from a blend of 12 farm fresh fruits and vegetables and turbocharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals known to help support a healthy immune system, energy levels, brain function, mood, teeth, bones, and more minus all the sugar you might find in typical kids vitamins. And Evie loves the flavor. She has these every morning with breakfast and for once getting multivitamins in her isn't a battle. It's also non-GMO, vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, nut-free, and everything else you can imagine. The other cool part is that Haya arrives straight to your door every month, one last thing to remember, and your first month comes with a reusable glass bottle your kids can personalize with stickers. Then, every month thereafter, Haya sends a no-plastic refill pouch of fresh vitamins, which means it's good for us and the environment. I have to say, I've never had our kids remind me every single morning to give them their vitamins like I have since we switched to Haya. They absolutely love them. And we've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. Receive 50% off, that's 5-0, your first order. To claim this deal, you must go to HayaHealth.com forward slash Modern Mamas. This deal is not available on their regular website. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H.com forward slash Modern Mamas and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. So what is your plan? What do yeah, you, what so are you? it's a crazy, I mean, it's, it's like, okay, it's the eighth. I do have plenty of time this year. I like actually purchased an advent, like kind of like set for us. And that for us, the advent focus is on like the weeks leading up to the birth of Jesus. And so I'm really, really excited. It just hasn't come yet. And I think part of that is like, man, I like envisioned us doing this because it comes with like stuff specifically for kiddos, just like daily ornaments that like have, you know, a, a little bit of information that you read about like kind of the the Christian Christmas story. And then you put the ornament on the tree and then like you're supposed to do that daily leading up to the 25th. But like 
it hasn't come yet. And I'm so disappointed. I'm like, man, but I'm trying to like, be like, it's fine. Even if you jump in, you know, with just a few with like two weeks left or a week left, like it's still going to be impactful. So that's something I'm really looking forward to starting because we've never done that sort of advent progression. And so I'm excited about that. We're going to do that for sure. And then I think it's like, it's also a lot because, you know, it's like my birthday and that's a huge celebration. And Tim's birthday was like a few weeks ago. And then our anniversary is coming up. And then Tim's mom, who we celebrate pretty hard because she's very, just a very impactful person in our life. And so there's a lot to celebrate, like leading up to the actual day of Christmas. And so, you know, just naturally, there's going to be a lot of fun family experiences and dinners and get togethers. We had one for my birthday and Tim's brothers who are twins and were also born around my birthday. So we had like a joint family thing for them. And then, so we're going to do the Christian Advent for the first time. And I'm really excited about that. We did our, every year we get an ornament. I haven't even shared about this, but we get a special ornament for each person in the family. And usually I pick them out for each person, but Cammie helped me this year. She wanted to come to the store and like go shopping with me for them. And so she helped pick it out for everybody. And it just, it was so precious. She was very thoughtful and she found the perfect ornament for me. I kind of low-key have an obsession with elephants and she found an elephant ornament for me. And we've got, we got like a winter coat ski snowbird situation for her dad. We got a buck, kind of like a, a deer one for bear because, you know, he's been, you know, going hunting with his friend for the last like year or two. And that's kind of been a big thing for him. And then, oh my gosh, what did Cammy get? I think she got, she picked it up for herself. I don't know. It's like escaping me. I think it was a cat. She's very into animals right now. So yes, it's a cat because she actually, <laughs> she hasn't hung it on the tree. She's just like playing with it nonstop. So we do a special ornament every year. And so that has been fun. We got our tree and we decorated with hot chocolate, which was so fun. We made the hot chocolate from Half-Baked Harvest this year. It was like a vanilla extra creamy vanilla bean hot chocolate. It was so good. I've never had that woman. I feel like she's a goddess. I don't like, know how are... she does it. Oh I'm like gosh. every single recipe. I'm just like, what? Like how, how I've made hot chocolate before, like, but this is better. Oh so it's gosh. just super creamy and it's made with heavy cream, like half heavy cream, half milk. I think that's probably that's why how we do it. <laughs> or at least and half so, half. Yeah. And also like real chopped chocolate, aside from just cocoa powder. So I'm sure that has something to do with it, but go check it out. It was delicious. And we made like homemade whipped cream and put it on top. Oh, I'm still dreaming of that. And so I think the kids are going to be in school until I think the 19th is the first day they're off. And I also think it's been hard because we've been going, going, going with like beauty counter and like some other work projects that like I'm trying to wrap up. And so I'm just really looking forward to when the kids are off because it not only will force me to like slow down, but you know, they'll just be here and we can do things because right now they spend most of their time at school during the day and we're still wrapping up like, you know, they have tennis practice and gymnastics and all that. And I'm just, oh, I'm just living for when they get here. We'll, we'll of course do some Christmas cookies. Cammie is like into baking, like she talks about it every day. She wants to make something every day, which sometimes we can do that. And sometimes we can't, but she is very much looking forward to doing cookies. And she is of the age where she wants to do it all herself, which I am trying to lean into as much as possible. But I'm also like, I want these to be edible. She doesn't think that the recipes are a thing. She's like, I can make cookies. I'm like, okay, well, tell, tell me what's in them. And she's like, eggs and butter. And, and I'm like, yes, and yes. And then I was like, well, you also have to put flour. And you kind of have to measure it. Because like baking, there's a little bit of wiggle room. But like, there's a recipe because it's kind of like science. I'm trying to like explain to her, like, I will let you do everything. But we do actually need to like, put the things that belong in the recipe in the recipe. <laughs> So, oh my god, I, I know. It. It's so I mean, and I've let her kind of do her thing and experiment, but like I hate food waste. Mm -hmm. And I've done it a couple times where I'm just like, okay, if you want to do this, and and she's putting together I mean, just things that don't go together, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm going to let her do it and and she'll taste it and she's like, this is gross. I'm like, I know. 
learn from that. <laughs> I know. But she hasn't quite learned yet. She still thinks that she's, I don't know, she's a force to be reckoned with. She's going to be doing something creative and impactful one day. So we'll bake cookies for sure. Knock on wood, it goes well. But she's been leaning into that. And so a lot of her Christmas gifts are going to be like, I'm getting her a little apron and a kid's baking book that like, you know, has a bit more simple recipes that she can do like perhaps by herself or ones that don't require it. She's freaked out by the oven. She won't, even with my help, she will not like reach into the the oven Healthy respect. <laughs> yes, a healthy respect for the oven. So I do have to help her in some regards. But so a lot of her, you know, well, I think we'll be doing a lot of baking because she loves it and I love it too. So we'll do Christmas cookies. And then Christmas Eve, we usually do, my dad comes and we do like tamales, which is a big thing here, like tamales and chili. We'll do a Christmas Eve church service, which I'm really looking forward to. And then on Christmas Day, we've historically done like my, I have a French toast bake on my blog back in when I was doing all the recipes and, and posting those. But, and I, our family loves that French toast bake, but we made, I feel like I'm getting usurped. We made half-baked harvest croissant like French toast bake the other like a couple Sundays ago for our Sunday like Sabbath dinner and Bear was like can we do that one on Christmas day and I was like sure we can do that one it's really delicious and I'm trying to kind of let it go because I'm like but but like mine (laughs) this is tradition and it's okay it's one of those things I'm like it's gonna be fine either way and it's gonna be delicious so we'll probably do the croissant bake I tried to talk Rusty into that one because you shared it. And then I started looking at all of her different croissant bakes. And he's like, no, if I'm going to have a croissant, I want a croissant Well, as a croissant. And I was like, okay. That's totally fair. I will say okay. Rusty is so good. I know. It's really he, good. It has cream cheese, right? He just like wasn't. Yeah. I don't know. I Maybe I'll just make it for myself and just freeze it and like have little bits at a time. It's a little. Oh, <laughs> so good. And she has like some savory ones too that I think. Yeah. Oh, there's like a ham and cheese one. Yeah. Which looked oh. phenomenal. Anyways, they're so good. And the cream cheese is not overpowering. It's just, you don't need any syrup or anything like that. And so, oh, it's just so good. So we'll do that on Christmas morning. We are not going anywhere and we have not gone anywhere ever I don't think and so I think our family by now they're just like okay this is this is what we do so our family is always they're welcome to come over and they usually do like Tim's mom and my dad will come over and watch the kids like open their presents and stuff and we'll have breakfast usually like a big mess of bacon and like orange juice like freshly squeezed orange juice and the you know croissant bake or whatever it is we decide to go with and then we just chill and that week from Christmas to New Year's last year. This is something I'm really looking forward to. Last year, we we basically we might have been sick. I think we got maybe we got COVID. I can't remember. For some reason, we were like stuck at home, and we watched all of the Lord of the Rings movies as a family. And there's a lot, and they're long, and so we would like kind of watch some of the movie and then take a break for the day and like go outside and do something, and then we'd come back and finish it. I want to do that again. I want to watch the Lord of the Rings movie. We love them as a family. Like, Cammie loves them so much, especially. And so we'll probably do that. And, you know, I don't really have anything else planned. And I think that's fine. I keep having to tell myself, like, you don't have to pack it in. Like, last year we did, like, a light. We went to the Botanical Gardens, did, like, a light show. And then we asked the kids if they wanted to do it this year. And they were like, meh. So we're like, okay. They'll have a little Christmas pageant. It's called Las Posadas for the school. And Bear last year was Joseph, and that little pageant was so precious. Cammie was, was she? She was a sheep. She was a sheep, yeah. So we'll do that, which is always just very, very heartwarming. We have some friend time. The kids will spend a couple nights, and then I'm going to go hang out with my friend Holly, because it's her birthday in December as well. And so we've got some good stuff planned. Oh, we're going to my sister. So my niece, Maddie, has been into cheer for a very long time. She's just an, a phenomenal athlete. And so anyway, she's doing like the competitive cheer thing. And my sister has a baby who is eight months old. I mean, very close to, to Indy's age. And so, she, but she asked us because her husband Austin is like, I don't want to travel to cheer competitions anymore <laughs> if I can help it. And so she asked me if Cami and I would want to come because they like stay in a hotel and like, you know, it's just a fun like girls thing. And so, and help with Macy, my, my little baby niece. And so I think we're going to do that one weekend in December, I think the 18th. 
gonna go to Houston for like a quick trip and just Cami is like super jazzed because she loves her cousin so much and so we're gonna do that so I mean now that I'm recapping there's a lot and it feels feel I feel good about it I'm just hoping that we can like you said my whole goal is to like just slow down and so I'm hoping that it will just be a lot of of that slow down you know baking movies family time food, all that good stuff. So a little more food, a little bit more food. I didn't even talk about, we'll probably do a ham, some pie on Christmas day. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Sweet lime. I can't wait to hear more about it. I can't wait to see whatever you do share unfold. I'm going to, I think I'll be on social a little less as we, you know, it's like the first part of the holidays are pretty social heavy, just like sharing the, sorry, they're up clearly the launch of the book and beauty counter stuff and all of the fun Mm -hmm. that like, you know, we have so many awesome affiliates that we love mm-hmm. that we get to share. And now it's like, okay, I can feel, I can feel like this week, I can feel things like settling a little bit, which also feels really nice. Totally, totally, totally. Oh, deep breath. That was good. I think I needed that. And I think I needed to process I feel through. I like gave you a new perspective on the yeah. fact that you do have a lot of holiday fun coming your way. I do. I, I needed that. As always, there's usually something that needs to happen when we do these recordings and I walk away feeling better. So totally. Yay. Thanks, friend. Thanks for holding the space for me to verbally vomit all the things. All the things. And happy holidays to you and to everybody listening. Yes. We hope yours is. I mean, again, we say this all the time. I know that the holidays can be tougher for some people than others just because, you know, for various reasons and family can be hard. And we just, you know, hope you know that we appreciate you. We love you. And, you know, we're here for you too. As much as y'all are here for us and always support us and give us feedback, like we're here to do the same for you. So if you need a hug, virtual hug, let us know. We (laughs) gotcha. I love it. All right, friend. I hope you have a good rest of your day. You too. Bye, friend. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Love you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to our podcast. See you next time. Bye.